Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, formerly... Children of all ages? This is parental advisory. Formerly 2v1 podcast presents to you the new, shiny, improved, maybe improved, I don't know. Maybe. That, re- that remains to be seen. <laughs> Subjective. With Punish Gamescast. That's whiff, that's punish, that's gamecast. Yeah, cue the audio <laughs> that we don't have. Uh, I'm the co-host, uh, AJ, aka AJ Suave, aka the Cheese, <laughs> aka Wolf Knuckles, aka Average Edge. Where does the cheese come from? AKA Antonius Oso. That's my monster hunter name. Uh, the cheese comes from college. From Rocco's Modern Life? No, it comes from college, and it has to do with uh, the way I take pictures. Oh. That's a good, that's good, actually. That's good. That makes sense. What do you mean? Like, I'm always... You, you, you cheese. Like, yeah. you are cheesing. Yeah, when you smile. Yeah, that's, that's good. That makes way too much sense. Yeah, that's the, that's what the cheese is from. And uh, that that lovely voice that you guys hear on the other end of the uh, recording there is my good friend and esteemed co-host, 2008's biggest complainer by a landslide. You know it. And the most critical critic I know. <laughs> really? You can uh, you can give your own nicknames. Uh, I don't have any. Um. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at giving myself nicknames. Well, you heard it here first. By the end of this podcast run, if there is an end, we plan to go forever. It's forever. Forever. Uh, Nick will have some podcasts. Not podcasts. He'll have some nicknames. Some some nicknames? Yeah, probably. Some nicknames. So, that's the intro. And that's all we got for you planned for today. So, thanks for coming, guys. (laughs) This is a good episode. This is real solid. Nothing yeah. worth talking about. Never. Uh, n- never. There's never anything worth talking about. We're uh, we're kicking off with punish with um, in in the new style that we talked about last episode, where I don't know if this is gonna be a short episode, but more focused on like one game or like just very few things. Not really running through a typical two v one format where we bullshit for a long time and then we run down news in like 10 seconds (laughs) so the biggest twisted though we will be bullshitting oh of course of course and i'm sure arguing and actually i want to go i want to go on the record and say and tell you that we need to do a very like make a very good effort to not hate each other in an argument because things get heated sometimes and we need to not do that. Like between me and you, you mean everybody, me and you, any, if Josh, if Josh is ever on any, like can't get heated because sometimes it gets out of control. Maybe people like the heatedness though. I the drama. I don't. I don't don't either. I get sweaty. So if, if something starts getting off the rails quick, I think we're going to have to cut it short. I mean, even before you, like with 2v1, I would just flip out on Josh sometimes. So, not going to do that. This, this is a new, it's a new show. New Leaf. 
Yeah, I'm not going to spend 40 minutes telling Josh he's so wrong about Spelunky. I'm never going to do that again. So, What about yeah. Spelunky 2? Uh, I'll tell you both how wrong you are about it probably when that comes out. But not, But not for 40 minutes. Now, it's just when you got an opinion and, and you got valid, critical argument, sometimes you just got to die on that hill. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll die on the hill. I'll, I got plenty of those hills. You gotta my take hill, all the my hills. My hills are numerous. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I don't know how you want to start this one because I think the majority of thing, the stuff we're gonna talk about is Devil May Cry Five. Uh, we'll start with real quick. Um, I played part of the. Uh, I was involved in the play test for Mortal Kombat Eleven. Yes. Uh, so it's very a, soon coming yeah, out. Yeah, comes soon. out comes out real soon. There was a. A beta available this weekend, closed beta. It was available, I think, 15th through the 17th. So Sounds I got, right. I got a little bit of playtime with MK11, and I have some interesting impressions. I know we've had requests for MK coverage, so that's kind of why I wanted to give, we my, did. Two, give I mean, my two we'll, cents on this. We'll definitely be talking about Mortal Kombat too, yeah. And you guys know I'm the fighting game guy. So, without getting into the minutia of how the game engine works and what I don't like about, uh, yeah, and and what I like about that, uh, they gave us three characters: uh, Scorpion, Scarlet, and Baraka, and all they gave us was online matchmaking. Yeah. So they had they had like all the menu stuff there, but you couldn't go into any of those modes. So I am not an intuitive fighting game player i like playing fighting games i'm not i'm not able to pick one up and immediately like figure out game mechanics and everything and it's frustrating to go online against <laughs> tryhards who have like maybe have some experience with the game and know what the game mechanics are and then you're trying to like hit buttons and figure stuff out and they're just punishing all your like moves so it was a little frustrating uh, i don't really love the characters that they gave us i feel like yeah. they gave us one scarlet one zoner who was like projectile queen yeah they gave us baraka who has all the big damage moves that don't really require combos to hit so he's just like crushing you with what the game calls crushing blows it's like one of the features it's like the x-ray moves kind of and then yeah. they gave you scorpion who is kind of like the all-around best toolkit guy he's got like all the moves and uh i've heard some interesting things being said about the beta at this juncture uh, i guess this version that we were sent is different from the version that they unveiled at at the whatever it was the unveiling of the game last month yeah so I heard Scorpion in particular had a lot less like of his moveset that comboed this time than he had last time. So they like nerfed him already. I don't know if nerf is the right word because, but the, yes, they nerfed him. Hmm. It, it seems to be that from a production standpoint, at, at this point in Mortal Kombat's life, they're aiming for like a... I mean, it's even been in the, like, pre-release campaigning for the game that they're aiming for, like, an eSports-heavy 
they've been using the word esports like crazy. Yeah, of and course. Yeah. The fighting game community is like really. Anytime they say the word esports, it's like uh, uh, it's like kind of a buzzword in the fighting game community because sometimes I think when you try for esports, that's when it's not it's not a good thing. Like that esports needs to be a natural thing that people like yeah. the game enough. I know what you mean to yeah. build a to build a community around that becomes competitive. Do you know what I mean? If they're aiming for the competitiveness at the beginning, sometimes yeah. sometimes you kind of turn some people off with that. That's a, yeah. that's another conversation for another day. But uh, so they they slowed the game down a lot, a lot, a lot from previous Mortal Kombat games from MKX and MK9. Uh, they want like a more honest fighting game, meaning that like you're not gonna be like the an MKX. You could run into your opponent's face and hit all these buttons, and your guy would be doing high low moves, high low moves, high low moves. And like as the person on defense, you had to like put up with that pressure, and a lot of times you would just get beat. Yeah. And so they they're going for like a more slow, you know, if you start hitting buttons like that, you're gonna get punished because the moves are unsafe. Yeah. So that's fine, and I prefer that in fighting games. Honestly, my favorite thing about Street Fighter is my is like that's what that game is, kind of. And I ha- have trouble and get frustrated playing anime games because. I feel like you don't really have to wait your turn all the time to go in. You can just run into the guy's face and hit a bunch of buttons, and a lot of times that works. Yeah, you definitely can do that. <laughs> and uh, so that's fine. I mean, there's not really – I'm not saying one's better than the other. It's just they're different. And yeah. I've heard that a lot of people say that with this build that we had this weekend – they nerfed a lot of the like fancy combos and stuff you could do so that only this comboed into this and only this comboed into that. Oh. So what happened was everyone that was playing online was doing like the same two or three combos with each oh. character. So yeah, once that you sucks. once you saw like what worked, then that's what you did kind of. Yeah. And the, they have the variation system in the game like the previous Mortal Kombat did, where you can pick like a couple of different variations and it changes the character's special moves. Yep. And in this in this one, it's they have a cool thing where they just give you a list of like ten special moves and you can actually pick your own special moves and create your own variation. Now, oh yeah, sti- right. I remember. I remember that. Yeah. It's still up in the air, like whether all the special moves will be viable for like competitive or ranked playlists. Yeah. And. That's kind of a big deal because I know a lot of people are going to buy this and just play it one player and play with their friends. That's fine. They can use whatever special moves they want. But yeah. I think when like something's not fair enough It to, sounds it sounds impossible to balance. It 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 is weird. So what happened with this this beta yeah. is there was like a couple moves that were obviously the ones that were good yeah. and all the other ones kind of sucked. Yeah. Because if you tried to use it and it got blocked, you were eating a combo for sure. And there was no way to, I mean, if you're just throwing raw special moves, like it looks cool, but I mean, you're not getting big damage. You're like, it's not effective. Yeah. In, in, in terms of, um, you know, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. They like have certain things that the developers have already said, are going to be changed for the next beta, which is actually the 28th, I think. 
So if you pre-order Mortal Kombat, you have access to the open beta, which is like the, tw- the I think it's the weekend of the 28th. Which is very confusing terminology because that is very much not an open beta. <laughs> well, maybe... Requ- Requiring might be, me to pre-order it. That might be me that just says open beta. I don't know what they're calling it. They called okay. this weekend a play test. They're calling the next one a beta. Yeah. And I've already heard that the dashes have been buffed. Oh. Because they were, they were really slow in this version that we played this weekend. So, uh, without getting any any further into it, I'm really yeah. inter- interested to see like how much they change from... like Maybe this weekend was just a network test. Yeah, it probably was. That is, that and, is probably all it was. And it wor- the, the netcode's really good. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any issues, you know, it was, it was good. That's good. So that's exciting. And I know the general consensus is, is the net code is, is pretty good. So it'll, it'll be fun to see the game engine changes from this week to next week. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see like where they're going with the development of the game. Like if they want a more honest competitive approach, like, is that going to be something that players want? And it's it's already been very hotly debated. Like, MK11 is already very divisive. Yeah. Be- because of this. Because people want their Mortal Kombat to be kind of cheap and <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I mean, I know what I want from it, and it's not really the online experience at all. Um, but wouldn't it be sick if it had online that that drew you in? Like, you it, don't care at all? That would be sick. I know you're not that would looking be sick, for it, but, but but no, I don't really care. No. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. I like I I know we got into fighting games, but I play one of them online, and that's it. And I mean, I, I I would like to play another one. I just I don't expect Mortal Kombat to be that one. We'll see. It we'll never see was, yeah. and that was that was the only fighting game I ever really played for a long time, and I still never really cared about playing it online. So yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited. We. We'll talk about that game when it's out, when it's, you know. The whole, like, uh, the whole, like, wanting it to be an esports and only allowing certain things to work so that you can't go crazy was kind of like one of the development uh, things that they were really upfront about with SFV. And yeah. I think hurt that game's initial, uh, like, reputation. Yeah, which is stupid because, like, I I understand like immediately getting incensed at uh, esports. Like, we're going to make we're going for making this game competitive, but that's what fighting games are. You know, like right off the bat, they're like competitive, and they've had a competitive scene regardless of how big the game gets commercially or uh, popular wise for just the average person. Fighting games have been that for a while. I feel like, especially with especially with Street Fighter, like in the tail end of Street Fighter Four, like I just think that them going for at Street Fighter Five being made for competitive play isn't like that much of a stretch to me. I think that it has more to do with like them. Street Fighter Four had like a really high execution ceiling for a lot of the like high level stuff. Yeah, and when SFV came out. They toned a lot of that down to where, to where people that weren't as godlike at playing Street Fighter could execute yeah. a lot of the higher level stuff, and there wasn't as much like creativity that you could have with character yeah. combo routes and stuff like that. So, 
and the roster was pretty slim at the beginning, so there wasn't like well, definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. There wasn't a ton of crazy characters, so it kind of hurt the reputation of the game because it's like everybody that plays Ryu does the same Ryu combos, and everybody that plays, I don't know who else was in the base Nash, does the same Nash combos, and yeah, it's competitive play looks like the same no matter who's playing. Whereas SF4 is like really open, anything can combo into anything with one. I, it's the frame same length. thing. Like SF4 launched with like well, I see, 15 I like 15 characters or whatever when that I game don't know. first came out. So like I it's it's it I, like everybody loses sight of that and this doesn't need to be a thing. I'm just saying like with how fighting games work now and our limited experience following them very closely over the last 2 years like it seems that they start one way, they they tweak them, they balance things, they add characters, it gets the things grow yeah, and it gets better and, and better and better and, and like better. Nether Realms has done that as far as I understand, maybe not as lo- like they don't support their games as long it seems, but I I think MK11 is going to be around for probably 2 or 3 years at least. Yeah, they're on a and two year cycle between Mortal Kombat and Injustice. And they'll be but, and they'll be adding things and tweaking things and maybe at the outset it will be like everybody can do this one thing with Scorpion and you see a thousand of them online, but I don't know. I'm it doesn't not, bug yeah. That, I'm not that, worried about any of that. I just that. I, I'm not worried about it either. It's just an interesting conversation I think to yeah. have. Like from a from a developer standpoint, we want the game to be this versus what does the player base want? Yeah, you know no, I, I mean? that that could go. That's for like every game yeah. ever, probably. Like you know, like that that could probably be said for virtually anything, especially any kind of competitive game. Yeah, someone something that people are gonna put their livelihood on. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But yeah. speaking of fighting games and Street Fighter, this is a brilliant segue. The you Capcom... can't call them out. That's a new. That's a new whiff punish uh, thing. No. We can't. We can't recognize seg. No, this is, that you just this don't, is what I'm. This is what I'm gonna do, do. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have an audio effect where I'm like Segway and it echoes like Segway, 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 like real sick. No, we can't. I, I'm canceling the show. It didn't even make it out of its uh, first thing. The Capcom it didn't Pro even get Tour, out of the nest. <laughs> the Capcom Pro Tour has started. Yeah, it's exciting. I am. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, they had the first uh, professional tournament. This weekend, it was final round in Atlanta, Georgia. America came out on top. <laughs> America the good old did come US out on top. of A. That doesn't happen that often. Thankfully, we got a young savage named Victor Woodley. <laughs> Punk. Punk. And uh, Nick and I watched the top eight this weekend. It was a lot of fun. Competitive Street Fighter is amazing, and it has, it is at a very heated and and varied point in its competitive life. Yeah. There there is a ton of killers. There's a ton of killers and there's a decent character variety. Oh yeah. Like which is really cool. Yeah, all that is sick. Yeah. And uh I know there's I don't know how much fighting game news makes the mainstream uh, I don't know. Probably none. None. The people were poo-pooing SFE all night because they didn't announce any of their season four plans. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Yeah. 
I won't I won't lie and say that I'm not disappointed they didn't announce anything because I am disappointed. I do want to know what's going on, and I think they could have been a little clearer with their. I mean, like it was a while ago they were like, "Hey, we have plans for season four, but they're different," and then they've just been ho hum on it like ever since then. So everyone's kind of wondering what's good. Here's something that goes without saying for Japanese video game companies. I wish they were more clear about anything with their video games. Yeah. Ever, all the time, any any company, it's it's just is it just is the way it is. It's very weird. I don't I don't know why they're so cagey about this specific thing. Yeah, but. so people people are real butt hurt. They're like, oh, I want my characters. What characters are gonna be? Yeah, then they're gonna turn on Capcom, CFN today, and start playing the game anyways. Yeah, yeah. People just like to whine about games. Let's stop talking about fighting games because well, that this that they, that can't be this show all the time. Uh, we're talking about Capcom. Capcom, we're oh, oh I see where you're going. Yeah, you let's see get that? into it. Yeah, uh, Devil May Cry Five. You ready? Made by made by Capcom. I'm ready. I got two missions left in the game. Oh, you didn't finish it. Okay, we uh, there's not we don't need to talk about like the end or anything really anyway. But, um. Yeah, Devil May Cry 5 is out. It is really good. Uh, I was very skepti- skeptical of that game going into it, honestly. Like, I love the series. Were you really skeptical? I was. Yeah, I was actually expecting kind of nothing, um, which is always, for me, a good way to go into games. Yeah. Cause then, I'm I, ju- then I'm just surprised. Always expect nothing, period. Yeah. For any release. Yeah, I mean... It's a good not, way to live. Now, I can't, I can't act that way with Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm. I have very high expectations. Is it, is it Sekiro or Sekiro? I think it's Sekiro. But and if you want to get, uh, if you want to get very particular, it's Sekiro. So you have to like move fast through the word. Uh, I heard some. I've heard multiple people that speak Japanese complain about it already on podcasts. Um, but anyway, Sekiro. Uh, one more time, Sekiro. How am I doing? Sekiro. Sekiro. I think that. I think that's it. I All don't right, know. Thanks. We're we're dumb Americans, but um. Yeah, so Devil May Cry, I was like, and and you can talk to this too. I don't know how you feel about it playing it recently, but Devil May Cry Four left virtually no impact on me at all. I I've said this multiple times. I might as well have not even played it. I don't remember a single thing about that game other than they introduced a new character, Nero, and his weird blue hand, and didn't explain anything about who he was. Or where he came from. He's just randomly another Sparta guy in that game. You're like, it's, what? Yeah. What in the hell is this kid? I mean, it, it's fine. It's a Devil May Cry game. I just played it before we, before I started before five. Before you did five, Because yeah. I hadn't played four yet. So, it's good. Uh, I don't know what it scored review-wise. Oh, I don't either. But it, it's, it's a good game. I mean, it's a Devil May Cry game for sure. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know, like... For some reason, that one I remember things from the first game. I remember things from the second game. I definitely I don't, rem- I don't remember the second game at all, except for uh, the cover. Well, I played. I played weirdly a lot of the second game, even though it's bad. Like I, that was the first Devil May Cry I technically played. Yeah. Um, and I remember a lot of three because three's amazing. But like four was just like this black hole of time that I don't remember. I guess it's called college. Yeah, I th- I think that was before college no, though. It would have been like uh I think it would have been like our freshman year ish. Maybe. But anyway, 
so Devil May Cry 5 I had very low expectations for, and I didn't want to get too excited about it because you never know. And uh, I, and, and honestly, I think the game both got off to a really good start and a really kind of bad start because um, it starts very slow. But just as it went on and I got used to how it was working and I got used to not being able to switch out Nero's Devil Breakers and whatever, I started to really, really fall in love with it and just totally loved basically every second of it. Even V. I liked playing V a lot. Um, He could have probably had more variety uh, in terms of his gameplay, but... I think there's like three or four missions that you use him as. You really don't use him very much. It adds up to like an hour and a half of the gameplay. That's a good point. You really don't play as him very much. Yeah, that's probably why. And they didn't feel the need to like really flesh him out. I think it's it's like, hey, check this out. It's cool. I think the coolest thing about him is like after you do enough damage on the enemies, you get the like execute thing. The execute thing is awesome. If you can string the executions together, it just makes you feel... Like a badass. And yeah. Basically, I, that's what Devil May Cry is. Is like yeah. you you get a nice combo and you're like, oh my god, I'm so sick. Yeah. I did. I, and you get that feeling the whole way through the game, the mm-hmm. whole way through the game, and it's it's awesome. Aside yeah. from that, aside from that, it has kick ass anime action all the way through. Yeah. And it's just a cool IP. I mean, it's a cool thing series. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like the aesthetic. Yeah. The aesthetic is is sick. The characters are fun and cheesy and not too serious. And I like, I like that they lean into being cheesy. Like they always it's so ha- they always have they, and they always have. And it's so like, it's so bad that it's good, which is fun. Like yeah. some of the stuff that the bird says, V's bird says, I was like cringing, but I was like, yeah, it works. This here. is what you're supposed to be doing. Like this is the character. It's I mean I don't know. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. I, um, I did beat it. I beat it yesterday. I like destroyed the end of that game. I was flying through it. Um, the first playthrough is pretty easy. Uh, maybe almost too easy. Um, so you want to, want to talk about our, uh, your issues with it? Is that one of your issues? It's too easy. No, no, I'm not necessarily saying let's talk about issues. I'm just saying like it was. It was it, like I remember the older games being a little bit more challenging, and I think, the first time through this wasn't very challenging. Yeah, I think Devil May Cry three especially, like, really required you to uh, be precise with your what you were doing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the first playthrough of this game, even on the highest difficulty that it gives you at the onset. Yeah, you can only pick between basically easy and normal, which I was surprised like, by. Is more like, I think it's, I don't know, it's more, I think they, from a development standpoint, it's more of a, it's like, it's like always where we come back to accessibility. I feel like every, every time we talk about a game, there's always like this conversation around accessibility. I mean, they could have, they could have made a hard mode available from the They start. should have, they should have. And they definitely lock off a lot of the moves that you shouldn't really have to buy 
Like, I shouldn't have to buy double jump. You shouldn't have to buy double jump. I thought that was weird, too. I mean, that's like a... I think that's maybe a minor complaint, but it is strange. They're very minor. They're very minor complaints, but it locks off, like... The whole move set, and they're basically, so cheap. Like some of that stuff the whole is so move cheap. Set. <laughs> and so you have to play through to unlock things, which is typically how action games work. Yeah, but you end up getting so much stuff that by the end of the first playthrough, you're still getting stuff, kind of. Yeah, you are. And even in, I started a second playthrough earlier before we started recording, just to like see how it works. It's real cool, actually, what they do. Um, but. Yeah, like I, I can still, I still have plenty of things to unlock. Actually, it's just by the time I got to the like that point in the game with each character, I had pretty much everything I f- knew I would use or could use. So now I'm basically just gonna be unlocking things because I have nothing to spend my blood orbs on. <laughs> Which is good. You, Which is good. It's the, fine. You'll get the full. Yeah. So I, I from. A developer standpoint, the first playthrough I think is more like here's a, here's toys to play with, here's more toys to play with, here's more toys to play with, here's more toys to play with, and then yeah. you're done. Here's the fun experience that you just had, which I could see if you're expecting like a more challenging Ninja Gaiden Devil May Cry three experience that requires you to master your combos and master your crowd control and dodging, then. You could be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. But if if you're not having fun with that Oh. It was still yeah, it was still very fun. I, yeah, I had I, I had no I just, problem with that. It's it, it um I guess in games like this and you saying accessibility, like they have difficult like the reason these games have difficulty levels to choose from is right away accessible for everybody. Like yeah. you could you could just play on easy. Or you could start on hard if you're familiar with the series where i feel like the normal on in this game it's did not easy. it did not really account for you being familiar with the series at all it basically treated you like you never played it before <laughs> and Which and, is I, weird and i thought that like was the, very weird the prompts in the when you select whether it's it only gives you normal or an easy yeah. when you click easy it says have never played devil may cry yeah and when you click normal it's like the mode's called Devil Hunter, and it's yeah. like you're familiar with Devil May Cry. Yeah. So, and like, and the whole combo thing, the whole combo thing ultimately doesn't really matter. Like the only the only reason you're going for high combos is because you want to feel looks cool. As you want to feel proficient, and it looks cool, and it's fun to try and make it happen because it's like a game within the game. But as far as like difficulty and level and stuff, like you don't even have to. You could go through that normal mode and not give a shit. And take your time to kill things if you really wanted to, and you'd be yeah. really fine. Like if you weren't putting yourself in danger all the time. So it's 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 odd. It was an odd choice, I think, to make it easier for everybody. But then it also definitely expects you to replay it, which was also has always been a thing with the series too. I just wonder, um, like, what portion of gaming population? I, this is just a random. Will story. will replay it? No, not that. I just mean like when you know. Let us know if if you if you're, what portion of the gaming population buys a game and then, like I don't like to play games on easy. I just don't. Oh, I've made this argument plenty of times. And C- certain things, certain, it's, it's a mean, great thing for. I agree, and I've done it with certain things. Yeah, it's not that I won't, but like a game like this, 
I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't play this on easy. Where yeah. I I know I don't know what the experience is going to be, or I don't know. So I, I just wonder like what the percentage is that's going to go into this and say, oh, I'm going to start this on easy. I don't know. It's yeah. just an interesting thing to kind of think about because the that normal mode that they tuned is definitely easy. That's easy. That's easy. <laughs> that, that's the easy mode. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah. I just I I wonder like when they when they make that decision like that are they thinking okay we need to make this we need to entice people to play it again and in order to do that we don't want it to be too hard is that why like yeah. are, are the people that are gonna play it multiple times gonna play it multiple times anyway Yeah, it's a good question. Probably like, I, don't, I I just yeah. I want to know I want to be in the room when they're <laughs> I I always want to be in the room I always want to hear about how these decisions are made Yeah, like what what. I, I don't know. I have like 15 continues. I could press, I could use guns all the way through. Like there's no, there's no consequence to any, if any mistakes that I make at all. There really isn't any consequence. And I, and like we were talking about this last night about how they got rid of like, so these games aren't very common still. These are, this is still a very uncommon genre. And, And Josh and I did an episode about this two years ago, I think, um, when I was first playing Bayonetta two and how hack and slash, just doesn't exist anymore it it just really doesn't exist there there's devil may cry made a comeback that i don't know i mean i guess it would have been naive to think it would never come back um under capcom but like devil may cry bayonetta and that's it now right like i can't even think of another one yeah because i I, like like near automata was was basically a hack and slash but it was yeah. like really limited. Like it was, it was essentially a hack and slash. But it, I don't know. It wasn't totally the same. I don't know. Um, it's like but, it's like an RPG. I, I, hack and slash is not RPG. That well, they 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 are because you're all you're leveling up and putting things to skills and whatever. I mean, they've done that for a long time. Um, so that's basically a role playing game at, at any at this point nowadays. Um, but no, yeah, they're when, when I think hack and, sl- hack and slash, I think like arcade. It's like an arcadey style of game. Yeah, which is the opposite of RPG to me. This is this is getting into the weird what, weeds of what genre is what. I was gonna say, but, what example do you have of a hack and slash that does not have progression mechanics? Well, it's not that progression mechanics are not arcadey. I'm just saying, like, yeah, okay, the levels are broken up. Yeah, you're like they're missions. Get, yeah, you get like it's a tw- it's like a forty minute thing, and then you're done. Yeah, it's 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 I, I don't know. It's just not it's not like a continuous thirty plus hour yeah thing kind of. So would and you say the most recent God of War is an RPG? I, it's blurring the line. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, and and that's what modern games do now. Yeah, really. like nothing really fits in one thing anymore. Really. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, and and we'll get to this a little later. I wanted to talk about it, but this Devil May Cry is a return to traditional PlayStation Two, PlayStation era hack and slash games. It definitely is, <laughs> and that's it's wonderful. And, and you and wouldn't say that about Bayonetta. Oh yeah, I definitely would say that. Oh about okay, Bayonetta. yeah okay, yeah yeah Bayonetta. There, ha- I mean, there has been a ton of them in the last. That's what I'm saying. There, Vanquish. There's, there's like two. Div- the, well, Va- Vanquish is just a shooter, actually. Platinum. Yeah. Is the people that made Near and the people that make Vanquish and Bayonetta. Va- and to, Bayonetta. To be clear, to be clear, Vanquish is a third-person cover shooter. 
Okay. I yeah. never played it. I thought that was It's it's awesome. And it's funny that you say that cuz it, it's so fast-paced that it kind of is like a character action game, but yeah. it but it ultimately is a a cover shooter. It's just like crazy fast and awesome and Vanquish is awesome. Everybody should play Vanquish. But they're all like they're all made by the same developer. Platinum is the only one making hack and slash games besides Capcom with this Devil May Cry. Yeah, I know. Cuz they it's, make Bayo. Yeah. It's um it's a it's a dead genre essentially at this point. Which, which is a, which is a shame. It's interesting and like I wanted to play Extinction last year when it came out that was a, supposed to be a hack and slash. You mean you did play Extinction? I did play Extinction. I regretted every minute of it. It was horrible. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. Uh What's the what's the one Darksiders 3 I think was considered hack and slash? Um, you know what? That's probably a good point cuz Darksiders 2 was also a little bit more hack and slashy. The first one I wouldn't say so much. Well, all three of them probably are in to some extent. Yeah, that's a good point. That's one I never consider actually. So the, I mean there's they're blurring the lines a little bit with yeah. the modern games, but this is not blurring the lines. This is traditional Yeah, it is very traditional. Hack yeah. and slash and and that's that's fun. It is fun. I, I, I think it is fun to have th- this okay. is this is totally junk food. Yeah. And it's it's easy to play. It's playable. You get 20 it's missions are 25 minutes. Yeah. You can get in and out of them. You can you have good stopping points. Yep. There's cool cut there's cool action cutscenes before and after the missions when looks, you beat them. Looks amazing. I can't I can't wait to play Resident Evil 2 because this engine is awesome. It's badass. Like it's it really so is. good. Yeah. Yeah, so Capcom's, uh, I just think they need to be applauded for their yeah definitely n- nostalgic approach to gaming as of mm. late. Yeah, I really, I really think that, I really think they've found, they've really found like a niche for themselves in terms of types of games that can be really successful and have an established audience and that they can continue to feed. Well, go ahead. Keep what are you going to say? I think it's awesome that they're not only aiming for nostalgia, but they are innovating. Like they're, they're clearly innovating on, on these established things like resident evil seven. You know, I didn't play it. I've, I really respect what they did with it. Like that yeah, that's a that's a really crazy idea that worked very well for them. That's a really good like starting point I think for this conversation of them having like kind of a nostalgic approach to games even. Like that game was a ret- a return to old school haunted house puzzle solving Resident Evil. Yeah. And they innovated by putting it in first person. Right. That's also the start of the RE engine. That was the first game with the res- RE engine. Which oh, is I didn't realize that. I guess because that game was also stunning. But I yeah, can, that makes sense. I can, I have that game. I can let you borrow it if you would like to. Oh, I have no interest in playing it. I watched a let. I watched a whole playthrough of it. Um, because I just don't like that style at all. I I I did try playing that game. I rented it, and oh, I just, you did. I just can't. Yeah, I I, didn't know that. I can't. I can't do it. It's. I I don't like, I don't like traditional survival horror at all. 
like that's what just two is for sure well and that's what i'm a little worried about because i want it i want it to be like resident evil 4 but i know it's, it's not. not going it's to be not. and that's when I, th- this is a great example like to keep calling back on things i i had mentioned to you i thought about playing resident evil 2 on easy because i i just want to experience the the thing that it is because i didn't play that game back in the day because i don't like survival horror and your argument was well you're not experiencing it because that's what it's supposed to be and that's true it's um, not that you, i'm not arguing that you're not experiencing it if you want well, it matter easy that's fine but i it does matter for that, this, that like this the type playing of game yeah not blowing through it and having infinite resources and whatever matters and whatever yeah. and, and that would part be, of that part would be of people's scared. arguments for playing last of us not on easy but i would have never made it through last of us if i didn't play it on easy and i'm glad i did because i saw the game to its completion and was worth it so that that's where i come at it where i'd rather not hate playing it and see the whole thing than to play it how you are in quotes supposed to play it and hate it and like actively hate playing it i understand so it. that that's what i'm a little he- that's why i'm hesitant about this i understand remake. the concern it makes sense yeah, I think that playing it, and th- I guess this is the point of survival horror, really. You have it, to not feel only, helpless. Yeah, and not only yeah. is it scary because there's stuff popping out all the time, and you're creeping through dark corridors, and there's monsters and stuff. But like, if I only have two bullets, and there's a big ass zombie coming down the hallway, like I can't run down that hallway. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and that's. It's it's kind of the same thing as like Dark Souls, where if you come around, a, like you get through a fight in Dark Souls and you don't have any more, let's say you don't have any more Estus Flask to heal. Yeah. And you come around the corner and there's just a giant one-armed guy holding a club, just in the hallway, and you're like, oh, oh no, like I don't I don't know what kind of attacks he does. You take I don't off. Know. Take off all your armor and you use those invincibility frames to roll by them. Yeah, so it's it's kind of that feeling of dread that adds to the experience. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's it's a good thing. I think it really it's up to ultimate. Anything's up to the player as yeah. they're ex- experiencing the game. But I just think, especially with Resident Evil Two, uh, it, it definitely adds to that to the yeah. fun of playing it. And I definitely screamed multiple times. Oh, I'm sure I'm a, I'm a little bitch. I'm it's, it's I'm, good. I get scared for whatever reason. Games really get me like other s- movies and stuff. Not really, but like games, because you have to force, you're the one making the decision and forcing yourself to walk forward and whatever. I'm a little, I'm a little bitch. True story. Okay. True story. One time in like, uh, sixth grade maybe fifth grade i don't know what when it was I'm, my memory's not that sharp uh nick came to my house to, for a sleepover mm-hmm. but we had a sleepover and i had a gamecube and he brought the game eternal darkness oh yes yes and uh you walk into a room, and Eternal Darkness is kind of like a multi-dimensional horror game. So you're like in a haunted house, kind of, and it's like that's the walk- one survival horror game I really like. You'll walk into a room, and it'll look differently, and then the camera will like flash. Yeah, and it and- had, it had randomized like scare tactics. So do you remember we were playing in the living room of my at my parents' house? Yeah, 
We walk into like a bathroom. Yep, I know what you're talking about. And say so we were just walking around the bathroom doing whatever you need to do. I don't remember much of this, but all of a sudden the camera just flashes and there's a dead body like hanging out of the bath yeah. bathtub. Yep. And we both were just like screamed so loud and then it flashed away. Yeah. And it's just a good example of, you know, horror horror games that works. It works in, in video games. And yeah, that has stuck with me to this day. That that scene in that game. That game was fucked up. Yeah, that game was really fucked up. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was necessarily scary. Like th- there was stuff like that for sure. But like walking around that house was dreadful because of you never knew when weird things like that was gonna happen. Because uh-huh. like it, it was always monsters. But then it also was all about the whole sanity thing because you had a sanity meter. Yeah, and um. Whenever your sanity meter was like filled up or whatever, that's when it would do all the weird visual effects and stuff. Um, something like Amnesia: The Dark Descent did uh, a couple years ago. That was the second game I think I've only ever seen do something like that. Um, and and Amnesia's really fucked up. That I couldn't even finish it. But holy shit, Eternal Darkness was cool as hell. That that's game was good, really cool. Like it's uh, a good callback, isn't it? It is, and like I ha- I still have it. I bought I uh, I think I bought that off Alex because I watched Alex play through it in college. Because I was like, dude, you have to play this game. You have to play this game. It's so good. You love Resident Evil and whatever. So I watched him play through the whole game again, and like playing through that as an adult, like that was a really impressive game. Like it was it was like really kind of wonky and shitty, but at the same time, so ambitious. Like and very weird gameplay wise. So, I always think to myself, like, I just want to get a CRT and hook a GameCube up and just. Yeah, I still, I still got all that. I got all that stuff. I don't have any of it, but. I don't have game, a CRT. The GameCube was so good. It was. The it GameCube was really good. Was so good. That was I, just like the prime of my video game life. I think it was. That was a great generation in general. But the GameCube had some really good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I just want that beautiful Joe back. Man. I know. I've, they really need to do something with that. And um, we're we're back at Capcom again. We are listen, back at Capcom. Listen, Capcom, you've been making classic games for the last couple years. You knocked it out the park with Resident Evil. You returned to your old school roots. It was wonderful. We loved it. Resident Evil Two. You did it again. The game sold millions and millions of copies. There is an audience that wants to play your classic series. They they've been they want to play Beautiful Joe. <laughs> They've been remastering all Capcom's been remastering all their games. They gave us the 30th anniversary edition of Street Fighter. They gave us the Devil May Cry collection. They gave us Onimusha. They've been giving us Mega That's Man right. collection. Collections come out. Yeah. Out the butt. Phoenix Wright's coming out pretty soon. They're rebooting all these classic series. Monster Hunter. They Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. They re-released that. Monster Hunter World is a great nostalgic approach to the series with good graphics, modern graphics. They didn't take out any of their RPG and nonsense innova- and innovations to get new people in. They're just they're killing it and yeah. Just give us that beautiful Joe. Just yeah. give us that beautiful Joe. It would be that would be another cool throwback because uh I was thinking about this while playing Travis Strikes again or back. I can't remember the name. Um, cause I did play that, the No More Heroes thing on Switch, and that game really is primarily just a beat-em-up. It's just, it's just a classic beat-em-up in a lot of ways. Beautiful Joe? 
Sorry, I was drinking uh, my... No, Travis, Travis Strikes Again. Travis Strikes Smith. But yes, Beautiful Joe is too. It's and, a beat-em-up. Yeah, and like there there are plenty of like indie game beat-em-ups that come out, um, I think, all the time still. But like seeing something from Capcom, again, a traditional older game at this point now, it's funny to say Beautiful Joe is like a classic at this point. But that game had a really cool fighting system while also being a beat-em-up, and it would just be awesome to see that again. I don't know that they're going to ever be able to do that, though, because that was from a developer that doesn't exist anymore. They might they might own the rights to it, but, like, maybe there's some weird hold up there. That's that's the people that made, that are in, some of those people are in Platinum now. Beautiful Joe was a playable character in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, he's been, he was in another fighting game, too, I think. Um, and and you can be you can be uh beautiful Joe as Rashid in Street Fighter Five. There's oh, a there's you're... a there's a uh, beautiful Joe skin, which is funny. So they must own the right to it still. It they just maybe it, it just they maybe didn't. It to us. I I would love it. It would be amazing. Even if it, even if they just re released one and two on stuff, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be fine. I'd be fine with that. And they could. I mean, they've been they've been pumping out the yeah. The remasters and and I, I it's they should Mega Man they gave us a brand new Mega Man game last year yeah which it was with it was a redesign of I always the old forget. school classic yeah I always forget it exists it like kind of came and went yeah I mean it was a it was a small thing it was like a thirty dollar game on release wasn't it I think so yeah I don't think it was a sixty dollar game that's sweet I yeah. I just I think that there's room for that in the market and their games are selling obviously there's people yeah. who want that. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder how Devil May Cry is going to do. I have not heard one bad thing about it. I haven't either, actually. I've heard some people nitpick about certain things, but... Yeah, I, I, I don't really have... Nobody that's playing that game is not having fun. Yeah, I don't really have major complaints. I have, I have minor complaints about specifically gameplay stuff, but yeah. yeah. As far as like the total experience, it was amazing. And we can't go without saying the live action cutscene stuff I haven't watched him yet I wanted to finish a game before I went back and looked at him it is so good and like I can't figure out and I haven't done any research on it but if it was like them having fun with it and doing it on purpose like as a joke or if it was part of them setting up like uh camera placements and scale and props and stuff so they could do motion capture i'm just not i don't understand like why this exists because it's it looks like too much effort for putting together the motion capture studio and stuff and you'll see when you see it but you can see the entire compilation on youtube now it's like two hours because it's all literally it's literally every cutscene in the game and they basically just recreate the whole thing with the live actors and it is so funny it is it's, did you watch all two hours of it no i didn't i i, I will i want to keep chipping away at it and watching things because it's hilarious like there's there's a dude the the bird v's bird in the live action one there's a guy in a shitty black suit with a shitty black like cloak over him and he's just in the background flapping his wings and he's just the he's just the place of the bird he's just taking the place of this bird and it's dumb shit like that. Like sometimes 
during the really like really action scenes, they'll just pick up a, a, a action figure of Dante on a stick, and it'll like they'll like f- fling it around in front of the camera, and then they'll like put in After Effects in the video of like explosions and stuff. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It sounds good. And and if you got if you got the special edition, you can like choose to put those on instead of the game's cutscenes while you're playing it, which is like ultra goofy. So it's it's good. That stuff's so, good. Bottom line, Capcom, Devil May Cry, golf clap. You want to give him a golf clap? <laughs> keep doing, the, keep doing the nostalgic games. We love it. We really do. I, I I'd like to see Dino Crisis come back. I never see. I try that again. That's like a survival horror game, and I actually tried to play one of those and got so fucking lost because of puzzle bullshit. And I feel like it was more actiony, but I don't know. I'm I was young and impressionable. I'm not sure. That's true. I that was a PS one game. I think yeah. so. I don't I don't remember. I couldn't get through a lot of games because I was dumb, a dumb child. I made it through Metal Gear and stuff though, and Metal Gear was like. Bro, this Metal Gear is like the best game of all time. But it was like really obtuse. Like you could yeah, easily but... get lost. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, Devil May Cry is good. Um, I I mentioned it real quick, but just because I just did it and it's this is really sweet. And I don't remember the other ones doing this, but when you do this or start a second playthrough on a harder difficulty with that game, it immediately throws in different enemies. Like you're not you're not just running through the first level with the first enemy types. There's later level enemies in those levels, and that's really sweet. That was one of the things that that game did really cool. Like, every time you go into a level, you either are facing a new enemy, like on your first playthrough, I mean. You have a new yeah. weapon to play with. Yeah. Or it, it's it's constantly presenting new things in front of you, which I think was it's fun it's fun to get through it as we, first. We didn't, we didn't even get into any specifics of nah, some of the characters. Anything, really. Like... Like Nero's arm stuff is really cool. How they're all Sick. different and how Sick. and like you can some of them that you combo specifically into like the the Buster arm, um the red one that looks like a big claw. All all the all all of the grabs with that arm are different per enemy. Have you messed around with that? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. The the one that shoots missiles. Did you know you can jump on the missile? Yeah, and ride I, how the do missile you, around? how do you jump on it? I don't know. I did it on accident one time, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, this yeah. is sick!" Yeah, like that. That stuff's so cool. His, the whole the whole devil devil breaker thing with his arm and all the variety with it is awesome. I it wish was, you, I wish you could switch between them, but I, I got over it because you can really just cool. you can just blow them up if you want. It's really cool because in the last game when they introduced Nero, he had like the big devil arm. Yeah, and the devil. I think they called it devil bringer. Yeah, I think, I think so. So yeah. he had the he had the like grappling hook command where you could grab enemies or you could grapple towards enemies. Yeah. But when you hit circle, it was just like a grab, like a uh-huh. Like so it didn't add anything to the gameplay in terms of like combo. Yeah. Like attacks. Mhm. Other than it would give you like a big smash grab that you could combo then after. So adding all these like crazy ass like tools yeah, I, it just it just expands that that so much more, and they are sweet. They're sweet. They yeah. look cool as hell. Yeah. They're in the cutscenes when. Yeah, it it shows when, it knows which one you're wearing when the cutscenes playing. Yeah, and I initially was kind of irritated as well that I couldn't switch them, but it was only because I had like two Devil Bringers, two 
what are they called? Devil Bra- Arms? Breakers now. Dude, Devil Breakers. Yeah. Like in the latter part of the game, I'll start, I'll start a, a series, and I, I don't even like care which one I have on my arm really anymore. I just load a bunch of them, and then I yeah. make sure I spend them because you find them all through the level. Yeah. So I'm like blowing them up, and it's just kind of like constantly switching. Yeah, and I think. I think that was the point, and I and you said that early on too. Like, don't I, or it was you or Josh. Like Josh said, he didn't care about them. Like he's just using them or whatever. And I was resistant to that because I was like, well, I really like certain ones. Like I want to be comboing with those ones, but it it really doesn't matter. Like you should just be doing the charged up attack with them to when they break, or you should, if you get surrounded, you should do the big explosion to get things off of you. And you just keep cycling through them. And it's in a way, it's one of these things that I always want from games. It's this forced variety, yeah. which is, which is really games don't you, do like games. Even if just you don't wanted to, that. even if you wanted to load the same devil breaker onto your, into your yeah you could if you whatever. wanted to you could yeah but then when you spend them and you find a new one it's gonna load that new one into your right arm it forces and... you to use it yeah, yeah 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 so i i have no issue with that i could see it becoming like maybe when you're trying to master uh like difficulty and stuff yeah and like ladder playthroughs where i i know i want this arm and it sucks because so the, but... sw- the switching there is where i was gonna go like when you finally get to play as Dante, Dante, without a without a doubt, the best character to play as in the game. He is fucking so cool. And they give him a motorcycle as a weapon. And everybody kept talking about that on shows and whatever. And they're like, oh, you play as a motorcycle. It's whatever. Like, yeah, it's a motorcycle. But it's also fucking one of the best weapons in the game because it's so powerful and awesome. And... It's ridiculous because, like, you you can literally just ride it around. You're riding it in the air. You're, like, doing wheelies on the enemies and, like, just chipping their faces off with the tires. It's so good. It's amazing. Like, it was... When when I got to play with that, I was like, holy shit, this is... This is amazing. Like, they, they still got it like they with this series and how they've done things with weapons like that as it went on like in in the third one when you got a fucking guitar and the guitar was one of the best weapons like you'd think that's so stupid and lame but it's actually smart as hell and they do a really good job with it and i i thought the motorcycle was going to be like overhyped a little bit but no it's it's sick so and there's more and you get more you get more. Yeah, and then you end up getting like some more weapons. And then the the fists and the yeah, feet you can switch dual between. Wielding, you dual wielding rocket launchers, bruh. Yeah. Uh I thought that I was I meant to ask you guys about that because you can easily miss that first rocket launcher. You yeah. have to you have to like really go out of your way to find it. And and even then I got lucky that I found it. Um so it's it's cool that it rewards you for finding it, because it's like, oh wait, you already have this other one. Here's two rocket launchers. <laughs> it's good. So we won't stand for negativity about Devil May Cry because it's too. It's I don't too think sick. there's. I don't think there's anything to really complain about. Like it is what it is. It's very much a Devil May Cry game, um, but it's just a really good one. Like it. Like they. I think they came out swinging. I think the story wasn't anything, but it was also cool at the same time. Like I actually really liked how it ended. It, it was. Yeah, it I, had a good ending. 
I wouldn't expect. I mean, you can't expect much out of a, a the hack thir- and slash story. The third one, well, in general, you're right. Expect I much think out they, of a hack and slash story. I think for what it is, they. I think it's good. I I do too. I, I read I, it's, all, it's totally fine. I read all the like files behind that, like describe what's going on and describe the city of Redgrave and all this stuff. It's 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 competent. It's very competent as a, a piece of narrative. Yeah. It's I'm. I have no complaints on that. I mean, even just like, like lore wise with the Devil May Cry universe, they do a. It's very sudden, and like kind of info dumpy, but it's good how it wraps up. I think I think it was sweet, and it just makes me want more, which is good. That's a good thing. Like I want, I want more. On that note, I heard this is a rumor, so don't take my word for it. But I heard there's rumors. Because games don't aren't released and done. Anymore. Yeah, n- not anymore. <laughs> I heard that there's a multiplayer mode on the horizon. I heard about this, that too. If this lets you puts you in an arena and lets you compete for stylish points against, like like if I can play with you and we go into an arena and I can get like an S rank and score points off combos and then you get the same set of enemies and got to beat my combo thing and I yeah. get to watch it. That, that would be, be cool. I think that'd be amazing. I um so that on that subject, I kind of expected leaderboards for this game at this point. Um and and very much that thing. Uh holy shit, what am I thinking of? This is dumb. This is a dumb thing and it would be easy to store this information because it's a small game. Devil Daggers, which I adored Devil Daggers. You might not even know what that is, AJ, cuz I don't know if we were really talking much when that was first out. No, um, I don't know what it is. Devil Daggers is a dumb first-person shooter score attack thing on PC that is not dumb. It's amazing. I'm, I'm, it's, it's just it looks dumb at first glance. Um, but the leaderboards, you could watch the replay of every every person on the leaderboard. There, that score, you could watch them play through the whole thing and see how they got to that point. Um, I was actually kind of hoping Devil May Cry or one of these games would maybe start to do something like that where it could be that arena thing and it could be a score attack thing and it would be like weekly and so, you could just watch how they got to that that style level or score level like that that would be awesome that's interesting that you bring that up because I know other games have done it before too I just can't well, think of another example Resident Evil does that RE2 has like this thing when you log in it's like hey your play data is going to be stored in terms of like your cuz they rank you at your end at your playthrough right yep of that too and it, and that that too is a classically designed game that's intended to have multiple playthroughs where you kind of optimize your routes yeah. and stuff and so i haven't really looked into it much alex has been sending us uh, his his playthroughs cons- subsequently he he got through the game in like 30 minutes or something <laughs> yeah so uh, there is, the, I think there, that does exist, I think, for that game. Okay. And this, this game has the same, like, online mention stuff when you first log in. Yeah. So I could see that being something that's maybe coming later. Yeah, that would be cool. The problem would be, could it, would it be cross-platform? Which maybe because Capcom already does that with PC and PS4. Oh, yeah, PS4. I forgot you have it on P- PC. Yeah, they already do that with Street Fighter. Um, one of the unsung 
victors of crossplay that no one ever fucking mentions when everybody's freaking out about crossplay. You can play against PC players on PS4 in Street Fighter V, and it's really amazing. And holy shit. It's proof more games can do it. Hey, Cap- Capcom makes that as well. This is basically... They, they do make that as well. This is basically the Capcom episode. I want a t-shirt that just says Capcom. Capcom. That'd be a good... That'd be a Did good used t-shirt. to be a thing? Did that used to be a thing? Capcom. I don't... No, that's Sega. You're thinking Sega. I don't remember if Capcom had that on any of their games. I... They probably I like did. I, I can hear that jingle in my head. I they probably did at one point. I don't think I'm crazy. I don't know. But the, uh, the online functionality of Devil May Cry is really cool, too. It's really like, weird, it, but it's cool. I totally stopped and watched other people play when they were in missions with me. Yeah. To see how see, see what their combo prowess was like. Yeah. And yeah. then I gave everybody, everybody S ranks because why not? I think it's, <laughs> I think it's sweet how... It's because that player is playing that part of the game at that point, so it's just it's just in the background lining you up with somebody to play with. Like yeah, it's like a it's Souls really, thing kind of. It is like Souls. It's it's very much like Souls other than they are literally in your game and it's just at that point in the game they happen yeah. to be there. It's 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 really interesting. Like it's a really weird thing that is just happening in the background that you if you're not paying attention, you wouldn't even know it's there and then doesn't you're like it doesn't affect your playthrough at all, but nope, you can nope. stop and be like, yo, look at that Dante. He is stylish. Yeah. I, I had that I had that feeling when somebody came into my game because there's really only like one or two points where you're in the same spot with them. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, oh shit, I gotta look good. <laughs> like I have to do well. I have to like perform in front of this person. It's sweet. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. The game is great. Yeah. And Capcom, you should be you should be we get we golf clapped you, you should be Yeah, praised. I think I think they hit it out of the park. Yeah, they really did. This. Yeah. They really did. And they even RE two is another one. They hit they hit twenty nineteen with some bangers right right off the get go. 2018 was hit with Resident Evil 7 immediately, right? Or no, was I that think it's 17? 17. Okay. 2018 was, Monster was hit Hunter. with Monster Hunter, which was also at the beginning of the year, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's January, January release, I'm pretty sure. Capcom's trying to nail down the beginning speaking, of the year. Speaking speaking of Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's a good point cuz we should wrap this up. Ended up being yeah. a normal episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Monster Hunter. We talked we talked about having a Monster Hunter episode. That's my shit. You guys know that. Uh, Nick and Josh really came around on it, so we are going to do a Monster Hunter episode. But since we got a new little thing going here, we're going to try something different. Bear with us because we're going to be working through some kinks. Yeah. But we're going to do this Monster Hunter episode next week on stream. I don't know when this uh, recording is going to go up. Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so It'll be a week so anyways, from when you hear this. So it's going to be... On Wednesday, what's the date of that? Let me pull out my phone real quick, sorry. It would be the 27th? I think it would be the 27th. I can just pull open. That's that's correct. Wednesday the 27th at 8 o'clock in the evening, Pacific time. No, Eastern time, I suck. Eastern time. We are are the very opposite end. 8 o'clock, I've been watching too much Street Fighter. It's all on the West Coast. Yeah. Wednesday... The 27th, 8 o'clock Eastern, we're going to stream some Monster Hunter. Me, Nick, and Josh, hopefully. And we're going to talk about Monster Hunter. And we're going to just 
you know, give our impressions of the game, what we like about it. You, you'll get to see the the pro monster slayers <laughs> slay some beasts. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Nick will put our. I'll I'll be the one streaming it. So he'll put yeah. my he'll put my Twitch in the the link of this. That's a good episode. That's a good reminder to to, to do that. He'll put my uh, Twitch page in the link of this episode. And so we're going to play at 8 o'clock. Come hang out. Announce yourself. When you're in the stream, we'll, we'll make sure we say hi. At the end of that stream, we'll probably play for an hour, hour and a half or so. At the end of that stream, I'm going to give away a copy of Monster Hunter World for the PS4. With Punish Gamescast is going to give it away, not me. So the rules will be, if you're in the stream... Give us your name. I'll enter all the names that people say, hey, I want to be entered. I'll enter your names into a hat. At the end of the stream, I'm just going to pull the name out of the hat. So I'll do everything on stream. It'll be fair. All you guys need to do to get entered is just follow me on Twitch. Follow Nick on Twitch. Lost in a contraption. We'll make sure you're there, and then it'll be cool. Come hang out. Get a free copy of Monster Hunter. I'll send it to you free of charge. Yeah, this is a uh, physical copy, too. Physical copy, sealed copy, Monster <laughs> Hunter World on PS4. If you don't have a PlayStation 4, still come hang out. I can send you that copy. You can take it back to Walmart, take it to Target. I know Target allows three returns every year without a receipt. You can won't ask you no questions. Walmart <laughs> definitely will take that shit. Yeah. It does not matter. Yeah. Or you could go to GameStop, or you could play Monster Hunter and do the right thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll get... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I was going to say, like, we're treating... Th- this is a weird thing. We're treating this as both... Yeah, we're just playing the game. And also, we mentioned we were going to do it, like, maybe an episode about actually talking about Monster Hunter World. And it's going to go up as a podcast also, right? We're going to try and do that. That's correct. Okay. So so, so the audio will get posted. Later. We'll hang out on stream. We'll, g- we'll give away the game. If there's two people watching us play it, that's totally fine. If you're one of those two people, you got a 50-50 chance to yeah, get the game. Yeah, ups your chances. So just, you know, come stop by, hang out. It'll be cool. It'll be fun. We're trying new things. We'll see how they work. You know, if it, if it yep. goes well, maybe we'll do something like that in the future. So it really is up to you guys uh, with, with how things go. And we're kind of excited to kick things off with uh, the Whiff Punish Gamescast here. How do, you, how do you feel about it, Nick? I feel good. It feels good. I'd like I've missed doing this. So Yeah. And so, I've I've streamed twice since um sort yeah, of you got getting, some battle royale streams in? Yeah, since since getting things going back again. I um recently upgraded my computer, so it should be even easier to stream some other stuff now. Um so I would like to do it more often. I only did it twice so far. It was on a Saturday. Um maybe I'll try and make Saturday like a set thing. Um be at twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption. AJ's been streaming. Well, not l- within the last like two weeks, but was I've been was on back a, shift, yeah, so was I a lot. Have been streaming much when but, we were uh, playing stuff. So I'm gonna get back into streaming some fighting games. So if if you guys have any interest in fighting games, I, I would be happy to uh, get my butt beat for you and hopefully teach you guys some things about how things work. And and I'll, I'll hopefully be able to learn myself with that. I'll, I'll probably be playing a lot of Street Fighter. Uh, Mortal Kombat yeah. when it comes out, so come hang, it'll be cool. Yeah. Um. So with Punish inaugural episode, uh, is is complete. It's I got to plug my. It's in the I got to plug my wife's uh wife's blog real quick. Yep. 
You can plug it, actually. You do it this time. I'm not doing it. It's not my responsibility. All right, popcornerreviews.com. Check her out. She got Geek Chic. Uh, she just put up some stuff. Really cool. Uh, it's like a pie that she made. It looks like an Infinity Gauntlet. So in, in honor of the upcoming Avengers Endgame, she's got some cool Marvel content on there. Check her out. We uh, we went and saw Captain Marvel last weekend. Uh, she's got some stuff for that on there as well. She'll be uh, doing some work w- for us here at the, the Whiff Punish Games cast. So yeah. show her some love. Yep. Um, what did, oh, I wanted to say something else. Uh, we'll figure it out off air, I guess. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it. And um, till next Wednesday, I guess, for Monster Hunter on yeah, uh, Twitch. Come see us Wednesday the 27th, twitch.tv slash AJ Suave. Spell Suave because it's not spelled like it should be. Why? How, does it, how should it be spelled? Wait, are you serious? Did you spell it that way thinking that's how it's spelled? A J S W A U V E. It's it's S U A V E. I know, but okay, that just made everything confusing. But they, you have to be clear because you do spell it a specific way. That's not Nick will include the link the to link... my Twitch page yeah. on on all the podcast websites. It'll be in the episode feed. I just don't know how many people actually look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah hit um, me up on twitter you got come on you, you it's I know, not it'll hard be, to find it'll be linked everywhere i'm just saying you gotta, 2019 you, gotta... you can type my name in and you can freaking see naked pictures of me on the internet it's not that hard probably yeah probably okay uh until until the monster hunter episode we'll uh we'll see you i made it weird didn't i um maybe a little <laughs> all right we'll see you guys <laughs>